Yo, yo, and welcome to episode 33 of the Generational Gamers Podcast, a podcast we started so that we could catch up on stuff, and yet we go to sit down to record and we start reminiscing. We talk about the old submarine days and how bad they've gotten. We talk about how booze could be the only thing that saves you in life. Um, and then we finally hit record about half an hour later. Yep. yep. So, we are here. We are back. It's been two weeks. I am one of your hosts, Johnny Casino. And with me, as with, I think, all but maybe two episodes in the past, not counting the special ones, my butler and yours, Ben Butler. Hey, man. Hi, man. We've been catching up. We've been talking about the old days. We have. But the funny thing is we were talking about the old days at a time when both of us weren't at the same place at the same time. It's true. So that's weird. Yeah. It works. It does. So... As we were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about today. As we do. As we do. Sometimes we plan it out. We do. Uh, but I had, a, you know, we had obviously a couple of thoughts. So for the next 21 weeks, we have at least a quarter to a half of an episode, of every episode, has something we can talk about. Because I got the Super Nintendo Classic, right? Been playing it a little bit here and there. Jump back into Super Metroid to see if I can like it. Uh, um, Yes. I got really? I got farther than I did when I was playing it on the 3DS, and I like it better with the Super Nintendo controller and being on a screen. Nice, that's good. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna turn you up here a little bit. All right, man. And I'm gonna turn this music down even further. I can't wait till I actually have a bet. My my setup is fixed. This you're like reaching between things and stuff. I know. I'm like looking at you between two computer screens. Um, I had to like move one of them slightly to be able to see you well enough and have a mic go through there. I'm back here. Yeah. Hi, Ben. Hello. Um, but anyway, so, so we decided, uh, and I'd say we, I kind of threw it out there and you are pretty acceptant. Um, we played a game on the Super Nintendo. We did. And we will, you want to end it with that part? Yeah. That's okay. Fine. We'll end it with that. And I, I, I made you watch. The end of Gone Home, which I had not finished, uh, which is kind of cool that I think I was just telling you. So Gone Home, right, is a game of gold. That's the only reason I have it. I don't think I would have bought it because I already kind of knew what happened, right? Mm-hmm. It's all kind of spoiled. Um, but there's no save point. As you find stuff, you can just remember that you found that thing and then just keep going on with your day if you have to stop halfway through and come back in. It's an interesting way to build a game, though, without, like, a save in it, and you just kind of know where things are at. Well, so, I mean, the game's only, like, an hour and some change long. So you should be able to play it through. Yeah, you should be able to do it in one sitting. But if you don't, I mean, the the way the story is, and kind of what we'll talk about here in a few minutes, is, like, the game itself is just hearing these things or reading these things, right? So as long as you're not putting months in between gameplay, right, you're going to remember, oh, I, I read that letter and it said this, or this is the basics of what I've been finding out about the characters. Um, but but because of the way the newer consoles are, it would happen to be the last game that I played. So I turned on the Xbox, hit the start on the game, and I was right there in the middle of it, which was cool because you were able to go back and I was able to play some of the different audio clips for you. So I was happy about that. Yeah, man. Seemed pretty cool. Yeah. So what I thought we'd talk about and I'm going to need a, and, and you and I are going to have very different perspectives on this, which I think is what I always hope for, right? Yeah. Um, is 
games... I was going to go with it's like the walking sim type game. The game you're walking around. The, the basis of it is walk around talking to people and stuff like that, right? But I think we can expand that a little bit with something you had said about other games where you're finding like the story that's not necessarily what you're doing, but the, uh, the rest of the story that you're kind of finding through stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, I think we might have talked about this a little bit before, but, you know, like some games, you know, will beat you over the head with the story. Other ones, you know, they're like, maybe like a level designer, you know, a world artist will get creative with things. And I remember in Fallout, you know, I think Fallout 3, you like find a hotel that's like burned out and you like go and look around see what happened to everyone in there. And like some people before the bomb went off, like there was like a skeleton in a bathtub with like a toaster. Yeah. And like nothing will ever point you that way. But if you look in the bathtub, there's a dude who kills himself with the toaster and you're like, oh shit, like that's kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, you know. Like one point, you find like uh, three skeletons who are like dressed like the good, the bad, and the ugly, like in a Mexican standoff. But all three of them are dead. It's just skeletons. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so you're just like walking through the desert. You can just like look down and find that and fall in New Vegas. You're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And they're like one of the guys got like a 44 Magnum. Like, it's a little dirty Harry reference thrown in there as well. Nice. Yeah, but so that like can telling the story without beating you over the head with it, or just like building a world where you can find stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, we, we talked about Zelda, obviously, the Breath of the Wild. Like, the real story in that game is the story of what happened 100 years ago. Yeah. And you can just not do any of that stuff. I think I think there maybe is one that you have to do. Yeah, it's because it's part of the main quest you end up doing. But but outside of that, like, you don't you don't have to know. You can just go without the story. Yeah, but, I mean, they kind of lead you that way, though. And I think Zelda's a good example of that, like, uh... Like the battlefield, like where like one of the oh yeah memories was. I mean that was like, crazy. Yeah, you you see like these like you know hundred gardens or whatever. I'm like, what in the hell happened? And, like you know, number one, I like I had fought a garden at that point. I'm like, who the hell killed a hundred of these things? Yeah, you know what happened? And you know when you build a world like that, you I mean you get curious. And I think you know that minimalistic approach that Zelda took. Like, yeah, I wanted more. Like build it up for me because mm. i'm used to you know people are just like here's a cutscene. here's a cut this is what happened yeah yeah well and, you know i've been playing a lot of metal gear solid lately and that is i don't want to say it's all about story but there's so much about story and it tells it to you in these like half hour long cutscenes. sometimes i remember uh was it guns the patriot the fifth one that came out not this last one but the one before that well so so there's the phantom pain yeah, so the one before that. Okay, four. Yeah. Four is something of the Patriot. Yeah, I haven't played that one yet. Yeah, so I remember when that came out, like somebody just put like a supercut of all the cutscenes online. It was like two hours long. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I want to say, was it uh, two that I played not too long ago? And it was like a 10 or 11 hour game or 13 hour game. And I want to say at least half of that was cutscenes. Like it had to have been. Like some of these cutscenes are insane. That's crazy. It is. Well, and here's what really sucks about the Metal Gear Solid stuff. And I don't like, like I've played one and one's a little bit different. Uh, I think it's also a bit older, but two and three. Um, one of the, the deals is like you're playing these cutscenes, And if you need to pause it, if you forget and you hit pause, it just skips the rest of the cutscene. Really? Yeah. And so there's a lot of cutscenes because I was, you know, I was playing as at work or whatever. So I had to like stop and do work stuff. And there's some cutscenes that I missed half of because... I hit the button deposit on accident or whatever. And you just, you just have to sit through them. Man. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. Um, 
I don't know. Oh, so speaking of that, which is very much off topic, everything else we're talking about, I might need help with the next one, the next Metal Gear Solid oh, game. Because okay. Peace Walker, apparently, you can have another person just like jump in and play with you at any time. Really? Yeah, and I guess there's some of the missions that are really difficult to do single player. Oh, so that's awesome. I, I'm, you know, I'm always down. Yeah, but it's supposed to have a really cool story behind it, so we'll see. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's a big difference, right? Like, like the way these games do story and i was trying to think of some of the older ones where you stumble across stuff um but but i guess bring it back to where we started so we, i played through gone home right i already knew how it ended which kind of sucked because like i think experiencing that game for me would have been really cool not knowing this big spoiler at the end but you know it's a game where and you know we were kind of talking as i was trying to kind of walk through the end part of it is you're finding these notes everywhere. And some of them are part of the main story where your little sister is talking to you. And like, it actually has the audio thing for it. But some of them is like, you know, notes to and from your father to his work stuff. And you start finding out how his work situation's going. And you start reading stuff about the house that you live in. You start reading stuff about your mom and whether or not your mom is some guy who's trying to hook it up with your mom because things aren't going well between your parents. Um, but then you find the stuff with the sister and you can tell it's the main story stuff because it gives you the audio, the audio stuff. And it was just so cool. Like to me and Dave. So Dave, you've heard Dave rant and Ray. Like, like he's just thrown so much shade at this game. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know either. Hmm. Like I get it if it's not for you. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Like personally, like I'm not going to go out of my way. Like it can be like the best game of the year, like a Firewatch and stuff. And if I have the option to play it, probably for free, I will. But besides that, you know, my time is taken up with other games. Like, you know, things I can actively improve in. Yeah. Well, you know, and like, maybe we should have, like, not name this generation of gamers. We should have just named it two guys that play very different styles of games. Colon the podcast. Colon the podcast. Colon the podcast. Um, because like these are the games I think I would dive into. But I've been hesitant about Firewatch. Why? Uh, because maybe because I hadn't played Gone Home yet to to re- like because I was kind of hesitant to get, get about blah, 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 blah. this is a show where people talk. <laughs> uh, I so I've been I was hesitant against Gone Home, and I probably would have never paid for it. I mean, especially because I know how it ended. Yeah, which is right. Annoying. Yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, I can't harp on the people that ruined it for me because it had been out for a very long time and you can't really talk about that game in depth without it kind of coming out what's going on mm. eventually. Um, but I don't think I would have bought it anyway. It's just because it, all that game is is walking around. Whereas in other ones, like, you know, I played Life is Strange not too long ago. And yeah, a lot of that's walking around and talking to people and kind of getting a story that way. You also are making decisions and doing a few other things. And Firewatch, I think, is just one of the ones where you just walk and talk to this person on the radio. So, I don't know. Did you see... I don't know if anyone listens to the show that doesn't listen to other shows that we talk about, but the... uh, So, Sean, Sean Capri, like the pants, had made a comment about not thinking Firewatch was that good, right? Oh. Kind of, kind of throwing some shade at it. And not really. Like, he wasn't really bashing the game. He was more bashing John Wall for thinking it was such an amazing game. Okay. Right? And on Twitter, John, like, was 
having this conversation back and forth a little bit and he's like hey give me help and he like put in the names of the two people that do the the voice acting for the game and the girl was like hey she pops in the conversation she's yeah she's like hey i might be a little bit biased but um i think it's a really good game by the end of it and you need to go through and read this thread because like sean's comments that follow are really great and it gets to one point where sean's just like you know I've already kind of at this point. I might as well ask, do you want to come on my show? And she said, yeah. So apparently she's going to be on the show at some point at the We The Gamer cast. What the fuck, Sean? Yeah. Like, I, I woke up to this. Like, because I'd been, you know, on the, I was on the night shift or whatever this is going on. So I woke up and I'm flipping through Twitter. And I see this conversation. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I have just read through in a long time. So it turns out you throw just a little bit of hate. And then who knows what can happen? Good, good things follow hate, right? That's, that's the old saying. No. Oh. <laughs> what old saying are you talking about here? That's awesome, though. That's awesome that Sean got that. Yeah. So I now maybe I do need to play that. I don't... Had Sean... I assume Sean had played it. He wouldn't just throw and shade at it for no reason, right? Yeah. Okay. I assume he played all the way through. I don't think it's very long. No, it's... No, a few hours. Like, yeah, a few hours games. Um. Okay. So also recently, and I don't know if you picked this up. So Games with Gold had Oxenfree? I did not. Why don't you at least claim them so that you can go back and get them later if you want to? I don't know, man. I mean, kind of, kind of disappointed with games of uh, my Xbox of late. Okay, we're going to jump into that at the end. Okay. That's important. <laughs> um, Yeah, you got to start claiming these because you never know when you're just like, you know what? I've been drinking too much. I'm sitting back. I just want to see something bizarre. Because Oxenfree is another one of these games where... It doesn't have the hidden story where you have to like find stuff, but it just it, you walk around, you're talking, you're actually making decisions in this game on what to say. But and the decisions affect later on it, more just like the way people react to you, not the overall story. Okay. Um, it, here's what's strange, and I I just realized this recently because uh, I played it. I don't think I had a lot of like friends on Xbox at the time, but. And I don't know how this works, but someone put up screenshots of one of the guys in his game saying Sean's name. And I can only assume that somehow it like looks at your Xbox friends, see who's played the game, and somehow brings that into the game. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Really? Yeah. Unless he typed it in. But like the guy put a tweet out afterwards. He's like, oh, I played this game. It was so great. Thanks for... And he named like three people for showing up inside the game or something like that. That's odd yeah i might need to play through it again just for that hmm. or maybe you should play through it again if you had gotten it through games with gold i don't mind paying for a game yeah but why pay for it when you get it for free especially if the game is older and it's not like your thing that's true i don't know i mean if i'm gonna play it hopefully i'll get enjoyment out of it therefore i should probably give them some money no i agree but they get money i think with the games with gold don't they like if it's a free game they still get money out of that i believe i have no idea you mean you're not it's not if we ran Xbox? <laughs> no, because things would be a lot fucking different. Really? You ha- <laughs> Do you have some bitterness towards Xbox in general? No, no I mean, kind of a little bit, yeah. Oh, man. I think there's a lot they could be doing. I think there's a lot they could be doing, yeah. Okay. Um, not- so, with these walking sims, John, okay. so, so I'm kind of curious. Okay. You know, like you said, we game very different ways. What is it about these games? So, you know, we talk about Gone Home... I don't think Oxenfree really falls in this category, does it? It's 
I would say overall it is. It, it So I guess to maybe broaden it a little bit, a story-based, like, non-combat video game where you're walking around and making the story happen, I guess, is, is where I would put all these into. Gotcha. So what is your question? So what do you... Like, what are you looking for out of these games, and how do you judge them? Like, is it, it is it judged just based on the story? Are there mechanics that go into it? Like, do they play well or bad or, you know? So, the mechanics... So, okay. I, I Yeah, the story is probably the most important. Um, And then everything else is like... It, it's almost like if you have a good story, then you automatically get a 100. And then everything else is just a matter of does it deduct points or not, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say the voice acting is terrible. That's going to deduct a lot of points because that's going to take you out of the story. Okay. And it's so one comment I was making when we were playing The End of Gone Home um, is that I really liked, like, the voice, the girl who was reading the stuff and giving these, these like, audio clips. Yep. I liked that. Like, I liked the way she did it, the way she sounded, the way they put the music in it and stuff like that. I think that to me that added to it. So therefore like it didn't like to take any points away. Right. Um, mechanics can take it away. And this is kind of where telltale falls. Mm. Um, Cause there's some of the telltales that have some really good stories. Like if you have never played like the walking dead games, the, the, like the first season of walking dead and even the second season was pretty good. Like the story and you get pulled into it, but the mechanics are kind of bad. Hmm. Um, so if the mechanics are bad, it's going to take away uh, music. Okay. Yep. Um, and that's a big thing for me with with uh, Life is Strange is that music was just so amazing. And some of it is the music of the game and some of it's like the music style that the girl, the character has. And so the, the second one, or the prequel, whatever that's the releasing things for now, I'll play it once it's all out. I guess the main character has a very different musical style, oh. and so the music's very different. But I've heard I've heard it's still very good. That's interesting. Okay. Um, and then like, like is the like is it artificially drawn out just to make a game longer? Like if it's that it if for any game that's gonna detract, right? Um, so like with specifically with Gone Home. Um, there's not much of a mechanic to it. You're walking around, you have a pointer in the middle of the screen, and when that pointer is on something, you know you can, it'll tell you, it'll highlight, open drawer, look at, whatever, right? Um, so there's nothing negative about the mechanic. Um, sometimes, like, like the walking around can be annoying in some of the games. Oh, okay. And that'll take away. But, yeah. Gotcha. Have you ever, have you ever, like, you never like, just sat down and played one of these, have you? I mean, I remember, we were, like, I mean, a while ago, like, Star Wars droids. I even think, like, my little brother had some of these, like, I forget, there was, like, some called, like, Stormcloud Sam or something, like, kids games that were kind of like yeah. that. Like, where you kind of, like, walk around, like, try to figure out, like, puzzles and stuff. But personally, I don't think I've really played any of these now. So there's two that are out right now that I would put in this, like, the broader category that I want to play um but I need after after binging through golf story and like enjoying it but yet just kind of having too much of it I got to take a little bit of break before I play one of these but Night in the Woods and which is a, a PlayStation game and Thimbleweed Park 
um, which is, I think, it's on Xbox. It just came out on Switch recently. It's on the computer. It's on a number of things. I'd probably get on Switch just so I could just take it around with me type deal. Okay. Um, but they're both story-based games. But, like, they're point and cl- like, I don't know if Night in the Woods is. But uh, the Wood Park's point and click. Like, have, oh, you, okay. have you ever done a point and click game? Yeah, when I was a kid, I played a lot of those. Do you like those at all? No. Because I tried to play, like, was it Monkey Island and Return to Monkey Island? Uh, you would have those games if you would just claim the games with gold. <laughs> Even if you never play them, you'd, you'd have them. It'd be an option. It would be. Um, get get hot. Um, but but like so, I had a hard time with those. But Thimbleweed Park, like I and and when this came out, I almost jumped on it. But I was like, ah, it's a point and click. It, it it's not gonna be my thing. But <clears throat> like I've seen some videos where it like shows some of the conversation these people are having, and it looks like it just could be that funny. Really? Yeah. So I'm tempted to get in that, and then uh, Adam Leonard, uh, not not to brag, but Adam Leonard had told me that I need to play Night in the Woods because just the conversations they're having and stuff are really good. But it's another one where you're, like, I think that one is is you've been away for a long time, and you come back to your old town, and you start, like, kind of catching up with people, and you start doing all these things, hmm. finding out stuff. But I love it. Like, I, it's, it's the story, man. Like, I've gotten to the point now, and I've actually been having this problem lately. When I'm trying to figure out what else I want to play, I need something that has a story that brings me in. And not for everything, but if I'm going to put like serious time into something, I need that. Whereas like you need your your upgrades and your collectibles and, and whatever else, right? Like I need I need to know I'm moving through a story. So, and that's what, oh man, I don't want to get too far into it, but Wolfenstein. Oh, is it good? It, because it's got the shooter stuff that's well enough, but there's enough story story type thing going on at the same time i might play that tonight when everyone falls asleep hell yeah man i'll play it some more tomorrow too i'm excited you streaming any of it no because it's on i'm playing it on my better computer which is the one that i streamed through oh okay and so yeah gotcha yeah i'll send it your way i gotta figure out how to do the steam sharing thing we can do that right that's gotta be a thing i have no idea we can pretend we're brothers yeah 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 all right um I'm kind of fade away from this topic for a minute. Okay. Um, so every every episode for the next 21 episodes, which will take us to like our two-year point. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will talk about some game that is on the Super Nintendo Classic. So you came over, and you had not looked on, even though you you texted me the words "Will do, man." Which, by the way, have I asked you about this? Okay, listener. Hello, listener. I will text Ben things. And I would say 75% of his return texts are will do, man. Even when it doesn't apply. Like, like I'll be like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to swing by. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll be over at 2 o'clock as I'm coming through. And he'll respond back, will do, man. Like it's it's I have to ask, is this like a, a quick text thing, like a one button response you have on your phone? Do you actually type in will do man every time? I do. Because it doesn't apply. Like at least a third of the time, it does not like grammatically make sense to the sentence. <laughs> Some people just get mad because I used to always respond with like one word things like K, okay. <laughs> so they're like, Why are you being so short? I'm like, all right, fine, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw this out. So I now Whatever, like, <laughs> even if, like, a girl texts me something, like, hey, I'll be over there, like, we'll do, man. <laughs> that's, 
that is my initial response to anything somebody says. If, if I need to respond, then I got it. And normally, like, I think your wife brought this up once. Like, my read receipts are on. Yeah. She's like, that's weird. I'm like, no, because I don't want to have to respond. Like, if I open my phone, I look at it. I'm like, I don't want to have to, like, do more work than I have. I already don't like texting. <laughs> Like, I'll call people. Like, you know, See, that, that's the difference between uh, between us, right? And, and I, I don't know that this could be like a worldwide thing. Like, I don't want to talk on the phone anymore. Like, See? I just text, just just send me a message. But also, I get really mad when I and I say mad. Like, I shouldn't, and I know I know it's irrational. But like, I get really mad if I send someone a text, and like I don't get a response. And it's well, because it's one of those things. It's one of those like worst case scenario type things mentally, where it's like he's dead. Yeah, or 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 why is this person not responding? Like I know they had to have seen it by now. Like you could be I, if I text you, right? And and not so much with you actually, but like let's say I text you and like I know you're at some plant working, and I'm just not getting a response. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like why is he why is he hate me now? Yeah, you see I'm on my Xbox. Just yeah. Well, no, then I know why you're not responding because your hands are full. Full of controller. Um, but no, like, like other people, or like if I text Amy and she doesn't respond, I'm just like, what I do wrong? Why am I in trouble? <laughs> Thank God you're not in the dating scene right now. There's, it's like, it's like oh, a whole, dude, that's like no. a whole thing. <laughs> God, I couldn't, I couldn't date now. Right? Nice. Ah, I have to go back to having a flip phone that doesn't text. Um, the three button push. Oh my Oh my, do you, I'll remember, I was playing something recently. What was I playing? Oh man, this is going to kill me. But I had to put in my name or a name or something like that. And it actually came up with like a phone keyboard. Oh my God. To where you had to cycle through and you got uppercase, 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 lowercase, lowercase, lowercase of the three, three letters that are on that keypad for that. I don't remember what this was. It was something recent. That's so weird. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. In my work box, I have to type like that, and it bugs me to death. Your, your work box? Yeah, my little like, computer oh, I wear oh, on my okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay, that was random. Okay, so we flipped through the games on the Super Nintendo Classic, and which, by the way, only acceptable way to say that. Super Nintendo. The one and only way you're allowed to say that console's name. The SNES. That's not allowed. It's not a thing. SNES, not a thing. It's Super Nintendo. So, we're flipping through. Uh, and some of them, we're going to have to wait until we have like more time. Either let me get into it a bit and then let you pick up somewhere in the middle or whatever. right? Because, man, this thing is loaded with RPGs. It is. No, I mean, the, the lineup. I mean, just that lineup. Those games are worth a fucking ton of money. If you had like the actual cartridges, oh and yeah, stuff. Like, those, yeah like, are, those are expensive games. Yeah, it's a but great collection. It is, it is. But you have Earthbound, which to actually get a feel for that game, you've got to put a couple hours into it. Final Fantasy six, no three, which is six. I have no whatever. Idea. It's the the one that everyone rants and raves about, other than seven. I was gonna say it's always seven. That's what everyone. Wants. Yeah. Well, this was. I think this was the last. Um, like. 2D ish. Yeah, 2D ish one. And I've started. I'm not very far into it, but I've started. Um, you got that. You have Secret of Mana, right? Which I'm sure you have to put a decent amount of time into it to really appreciate. Uh, Mario RPG, which I actually played not too long ago. 
which you got to put time in into either. So it's all these things that you have to put like decent amount of time. In. So we needed something quicker and there's plenty of those too, I guess. So we're flipping through and you chose Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition, which funny story. I have the physical cartridge out there uh, with my Super Nintendo. So what did you think? It was good. It felt very responsive. Uh, you know, a little basic on the controls, but I think it was more on our end than on the game's end. Like I'm sure there are moves in there that we had no idea how to do. Well, there definitely were. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We, we did some of them on accident. I could Hayouken you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> took me yeah. to town. Uh, oh, yeah. For anyone who uh, ever hears John complain is bad about video games, he took me to the cleaner. Like, Okay, but I, let's I be honest here. <laughs> let's be honest here, right? Like... And I don't know why this is how it is, but you sucked. Yeah, that was bad. Like, I got straight, straight stomped. Like, it wasn't that I was good, right? It was that I just didn't suck as bad. I don't know, man. I think I think Dude, if I played, hustled. if I played anyone with any skill at all, like I'm sure there's five year olds that could beat me <laughs> at that game. You're saying they could beat me at that game? That's not that's not acceptable. Yeah, well, I mean, you just got beaten by someone who get beaten by a five-year-old. So deductively, you too could get beaten by a five-year-old. I don't like this. But yeah, so the game was good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, for the time, I think it came out in, what, 91? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Because it, it came out in the arcade. Oh, okay. I want to say I came out in the arcade before it ever came out in the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo came out in like 91, 92, something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It felt real responsive, you know, which, I mean, I even have problems with that these days. You know, if I get a game, like, if I move and I don't feel like the character moves right when I move, like, there's, like, a lag or something like that, like, I just, this is unplayable. Like, in a fighting game, that that makes it unplayable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, but it felt good. I mean, that little controller. uh, It's such a good controller, dude. It does. It feels real good. Yeah. Uh, you didn't use your L and R buttons very much. I did not. I spammed the hell out of my R button. Dude, <laughs> I'm t- I am I don't like not feeling like trigger pulls. Like just like oh, regular yeah. buttons. Well, So then how do you feel when you're playing on the Switch? Because that doesn't really have a trigger pull. It doesn't. Yeah, I find that weird too. That's like Mario Kart. Like I really have to like I throw my, my hands and my arm into it. I'm do you to, really? Yeah, I'm used to having like more movement. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait. We need to we got to redo our Mario Kart episode and play through one cuz now I have like the only one I was missing before. Nah, I don't have the Wii one, but that one doesn't matter. Mm. Um yeah, cuz the Super Mario Kart's on this. Um okay. So graphically. Mm, that's a hard one. So I thought some of the like the colors of the characters like, kind of looked like mush. Okay. Like, I thought they could have, like, even if they were just, like, use, like, I don't know, like a red and a yellow together or something, like, I think it would have popped more. Oh, you mean, like, the, their color choice? Yeah, like, the contrasting colors in the character. Like, I thought some of them were just very bland. You know what we should have done? What? You can, there's, like, different visual styles you can do. Really? Yeah, so I haven't done it all with this one. I did it with the, the, the regular Nintendo one, where you could give it that um like old crt filter where you get like the lines going through it and stuff but you could also pixel perfect and then something else so it would be interesting to have next time we'll do that and kind of mess with the visuals and see if we can tell the difference yeah but i like like in new fighting games you know there's a lot of different things that go into like making them i think uh memorable but i think like the characters like when they look ridiculous 
Like you're gonna remember that. Like you're gonna be like, sure. oh yeah, you know, like the green dude with the glowing hair and all that. Like I thought some of them were not a. Uh, I think maybe at the time because they don't have like the comparison that I have now, they might have looked like crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. See, and here's the thing, right? And, and people talking about you know what's the next mini console to come out and the N64 and blah 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 blah, right? Do you but think they, they'll do that? Probably at some point. You can't do it. That controller cannot be mimicked smaller no well the controller would be the same size i don't know how many games would be on it i don't know what games would be on it um i don't know how much it would sell for i mean i would have to buy it i know you would because i mean they're gonna be put on my new desk just you like need a, a mini famicon too like they're selling i have very much considered <laughs> grabbing the mini famicon famicom and the um and the mini super famicom like i have highly considered this you should. They'll be worth a lot of money one day. Yeah, I don't know that they will. I mean, maybe. Like, the Mini Famicom, if, if I got one, I'd have to get both, right? Yeah. And the Mini Famicom is just so cool looking because it's so different. Like, the Super Famicom, I don't think it, like, people in Europe are like, oh, our, our Super Nintendo is better looking than yours, right? And it does have, like, buttons. That's it. it. Yeah, but, but the console itself actually looks different. Really? Yeah, if you look it up, and I'll show it to you later, it's more of a, um, like a, 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 uh, like rounded off top, whereas the Super Nintendo here was more of that like janky line type sharper corners deal. Oh. I think that looks better. Like I think the system itself looks better here, but the controller was better there because it had the colors. And I don't know why they would have done that. I'm sure there was some marketing reason for it, or they're just like screw America. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Uh, like ah, oh, we give you our leftovers. Mm-hmm. That was not a Japanese accent at all. Um, anyway, before I get myself in trouble. Um, so, oh, yeah, yeah, this is where I was going with it, is that, like, like the Super Nintendo was such a good era for being able to go back to those games and have them still hold up, whereas, like, the early Polygon games, there's only oh. certain ones that are, and most of them aren't. Yeah, a lot of them are terrible. Yeah. So, um, but, 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 I mean, looking at it, it's weird. Right, so talking about visuals, it's weird because you, you talk about these these sixteen bit games, and you look at Mario, and you look at these um, RPGs and whatever. Like, hey, it's still kind of cool looking. And you look at like the like the newer one, the newer games that are doing that like sixteen bit look. Right, but it's not very many of them that are zoomed in this close on the characters. And so I was like really looking at that, at like how sixteen bit looks that big, and I thought it was interesting. But I thought it, it, it's okay looking. Oh, yeah, there was no, like, uh, no problem with it. Just, yeah, I was looking for, like, that defining, because I've heard a lot of people talk very highly about Street Fighter 2. Yeah, I think it is, like, the definitive street, and specifically the Turbo, which I don't know what the difference is. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, me either. No. But it played really well. I enjoyed it. I think it's a lot of fun. I won lots. I lost lots. Yeah, Um, I still can explain that, though. Like, why I was beating you, I don't know. It, I wasn't using super moves. Uh, I jumped a lot, and I, I slid at your feet I don't with, know. with long legs. You're tactically minded. I don't I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I beat Mario Rabbids, and that's a tactical game. That is. That's. You are now qualified to be a general. I Was I not a general before? <laughs> I don't know. No, wrong branch of the military. Um, but anyways, I probably won't play that game much. Unless you're over and just, hey, I want to fight, right? Which 
probably not something we'll jump into a lot, but um, so I probably won't play that much. But I'm glad it's there. I I own it on something else. I guess it really doesn't matter too much. But yeah. All right. Now we're gonna go into a segment that I like to call being driven by your butler. Don't worry. Next time the name will change completely into something else. So this is the segment in which Ben gets to talk about stuff that I can't speak about. And specifically, what is going on with you and your new hatred towards Xbox? Why do you hate Xbox so much and not like Phil Spencer anymore? (laughs) I wouldn't say I don't like Phil Spencer anymore. I I just wanted to see how extreme I could take that thing. Uh, I've just been kind of like every time I turn on my Xbox, like I'm turning on to like open up Plex or uh, open up Netflix or watch ESPN, and I see like Destiny Two there, and I'm pissed at Destiny Two right now. So okay, so let's let's focus. Tell me, tell me what's going on, Ben. Oh, I don't know. Like so, they had a couple events in Destiny Two. They had Iron Banner, right, which was this week, and it's not very good. Like the old Iron Banner, uh, so. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on here. So in Destiny 1, there was a, a game type that came around once a month for a week. It was called Iron Banner. And what it was was your power level in normal PvP doesn't matter. They just set everyone to an equal plane. Uh, so you can play. And, you know, even like a level 1 play with a level 20. It didn't matter. You were competitive. Okay. Uh, so then Iron Banner came around. And if I had better gear than you, I could one-shot you. Like I could toe-tap people with a sniper and they would just die. Because I was at max light and you were not. Yeah, I was. I was, I was more powerful than you. Um, I love the way because I'm cool and you suck. Yeah, or I'm a nerd and you're not. Like you're a filthy casual. A filthy casual. <laughs> you filthy casual yeah. with your with your nine to five jobs and families and yeah. kids and success and oh yeah, welcome to World of Warcraft. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so Iron Banner was like super competitive when it came around. It was like a real big deal. So everyone was kind of wondering what Iron Banner was going to be like in Destiny 2. Well, it showed up. Uh, power level doesn't matter. Everyone's on the equal playing field again. Um, the gear, like there's no like ranking system in it. So in the old one, if you got to like rank 5, which took, you know, 100 games or something like that, you would get a, a really excellent reward. Well, in this one, they're giving you tokens, and at the end of the game, there's no end-of-game rewards, so everyone's quitting a lot, mm. which, you know, if you've listened to me before on this show, uh, drives me fucking bananas. Just straight bananas. So, uh, you know, me, Landing, and Turner were playing, trying to play this, and, like, even though we're winning games because, you know, we've grinded out a lot of stuff in Destiny 2 and, you know, put a lot of time into it, uh, it was just frustrating. Like it was extra because you know with a team of three, we still had to have one like pug in there, so we were getting one random guy with us. Yeah, because it's four on four instead of six on six, like it was in Destiny One. Uh, so we were kept having this one guy quit. Like if we'd get down like you know 100, 200 points in the beginning, like this guy would quit. And I mean, you know, so all three of us would stop. We'd report him for quitting, but nothing's gonna happen. Like there's no punishment. He doesn't. You know, all you get if you lose is, like, two tokens. You don't get any, like, loot drops or anything like that. So, I mean, more or less, you had every right to quit. Like, if it wouldn't... Yeah. You know, you aren't losing anything. You're not getting punished. Why not? Why not try to go and get in a winning game where you get more loot? Uh, But it was making us mad. So, uh, we're like, fuck this, you know? (laughs) And, I mean, I was, was like, 
flame. Like I was so angry. Just you know, we played for like four hours. Like I was so mad. So we went and got on Destiny One. I mean, I booted it up, and like my fucking awesome guardians like there with all my awesome gear, and he looks fucking cool. And we go in, and there's people playing Destiny One. Like there was legit. Like we played a couple. Now, do you think? Do you think that these people that are playing Destiny One are people that just did not buy Destiny Two? Or are they people that said, screw you, Destiny 2, and went back to Destiny 1? So I don't think I saw a single person who is under max, like, level, item level, everything in Destiny 1. Like, everyone was, like, a super top-tier player. It's people who probably just didn't want to move on. Oh, so they just probably never bought it to begin with. Oh, no, either they went there and came back or what, but everyone looked like they were, like, you know, top-tier Destiny 1 players. Because, I mean, we went into PvP... Super competitive, getting getting stomped on, getting shot up, you know. But they were good matches. Like you know, when I lost, I'm like, I know what that guy was using. Like you know, wasn't some like you know one roll gun. But even in Destiny Two, like I got like the best gun in the game, like on my third package. Yeah, you know. So it was just like I turned in a bunch of like scraps you get, and you get a package of gear. So I got like the best like scout rifle in the game right now, and everyone's complaining. Even the subreddit, like Destiny the game, like there's a subreddit for it. It's been super, like, super salty lately. Like, everyone's complaining. There's nothing, like, positive going on. Everyone's, you know, being real down on the game. And I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm not enjoying it. I've been putting a lot of time into World of Warcraft. So, but on the Xbox, like, side, like, now that Destiny 2, like, is not, you know, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Like, I'm looking forward to Sea of Thieves. I'm looking forward to Assassin's Creed. I'm looking forward to Call of Duty. But, like, after that, like... Well, more stuff will be announced. But it's not announced right now. And I know everyone's like, oh, don't announce it until you get it. Like, I need something to look forward to because I'm really debating on what I'm going to do. Like, you know, where I'm going to put my time. Because I wanted Destiny 2 to be a thing where I would just, you know, I'd come home. i put three or four hours into it. But now it takes, like, you do three or four hours. And, like, for the week, like, you get all your rewards. Mm. Like, you can casually play Destiny 2. And some people are saying that's a good thing. Like, I think Kotaku had a big article about that. Yeah. Where, you know, like, the casualization of Destiny 2 is good for it and bad for it. Because every scrub can get to 305 if they want. Like, you just have to put in three or four hours a week and join a clan, and you're pretty much good. So, so there's not, like, other stuff you're looking forward to? Okay, so I, I, I handed off Resident Evil to you. Yep. How much time have you put into that? About two hours. Okay. And it's good. Yeah. You plan on going through it, playing it all? Yeah. Getting gonna, the experience? I'm going to run through it. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, Call of Duty, which I'll play. And Yeah. Are you getting Battlefield or no? Oh, yeah. Battlefront. Yeah. Battlefront yeah, 2. Yeah, Battlefront 2. Yeah, I'm going to look for, I'm looking forward to playing that, but another thing, you know, I'm not sure how I feel about these loot boxes. I watched a big video on that on YouTube from some guy who was like breaking it down how is it, it is an actual like gameplay advantage for money. And Really? Yeah, so I mean there's Cuz like, that's a that's a big thing like cuz like Shadow of War has them, but it doesn't af- it doesn't affect how you play. I mean it's not too not multiplayer in that, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, so even in Destiny 2, like, there's stuff that can affect your gameplay that you can buy, like, out of these, like, bright engrams. So, I mean... God, that's so bad. Like, it, if, if people do it in these mobile games, I get it, because mobile games have to make money, right? Yeah. Um, but doing that stuff in, like, a competitive game on, like, a console where, where like, competitiveness is, like, a real deal? Yeah. So, but people are talking, like, you know, Battlefront, like, you know, the campaign. I mean, I'll probably wait and look for the review. Yeah, so, I, you, so that's not something you're planning on getting right away. No, I'm. I'll get it like a week or two, like even like day after. Like I just want to see like when the embargo gets lifted. 
Yeah. yeah I want to see what their views say. I want to see how the campaign is. And, you know, I can go and play like scenarios online. Just, you know, did, us did you play AI. the free weekend at all? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Assassin's Creed. I've heard it has more RPG elements to it. Like you can upgrade armor and weapons and stuff. But you still have to sneak around behind people and not get seen and hide in the crowd, right? I mean, you can play it like that, or you can just you, kill you know, it. But at the beginning of every Assassin's Creed game, they make you do that for they a do. period of time, and it makes me mad. It makes me never want an Assassin's Creed ever again. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'll play some Assassin's Creed, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, next year, Red Dead and Sea of Thieves. Like, I'm hoping, I am really hoping Sea of Thieves has like a real deep system to it. I'm... See, another way, I'm hoping, I almost hope it doesn't. Like, and we were talking about this beforehand. <laughs> Right, so Sea of Thieves, like I think some of the stuff we agree on, as far as what we hope for this, but I want, I want you to be able to buy and upgrade your ship, or buy, or or even if you can't do that, like I. So what I would like is you have your ship, and you're able to add things onto it, add more cannons, add better sails, um, add a, a ramrod on the front. I don't know. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, make sure you have the rope to waterboard people. You know that kind of thing. What's Not waterboard. Um, keel uh, hole. Yeah, keel hole. Keel hole people. Waterboarding. Completely different. Also terrible. Um, you know, buy a plank to make someone walk. Right. Like, you know, I want to be able to do this, and then I want to be on the things where like your ship value goes up. So eventually, you have enough money, and you have enough escrow or not escrow. Um, um, capital. No, the word that means how much money you have as far as the value over what you owe in something. Anyway, uh, someone has the word on the tip of their tongue, but it's not me. Anyways, you have enough of this like in your in your um, in your ship, so you can sell your ship and then buy a bigger ship, right? Like I want this to be a thing, so that when you have a group of people, and also, and here's where I think this could be this could be difficult, right? Um, is like let's say there's. 10 of us that want to be in a group together like do we have like a joint you know sea of thieves bank account and the sea of thieves bank of barbados or whatever oh man so to where like as we gain stuff it goes in there or like is everything we have going to be personal and then it's just going to be like a bicker fest hopefully there's like a clan system yeah yeah uh, yeah. and if you sign up to be in a clan it automatically everything you have goes into that clan yeah we need to make cool yeah we need to make sure we know everyone so if somebody like empties the clan bank we can show up and break their legs yeah Yeah. in real life while (laughs) drinking rum while drinking rum because we're pirates yeah i mean i I like all that like you know your ship and i really i kind of hope there's like different classes of ship because you know oh yeah like if there's like bigger ones you know we can get like a faster one run them down shoot their rudder out from under them board slaughter everyone just like pvp skills <laughs> well you, you know what i also hope what that you can have like multiple ships inside the clan oh that'd be crazy so have like one big main ship and then have like maybe some smaller ones and then later have like a big main one and some bigger ones right a flagship oh, man. yeah yeah i wanted to have a flagship but it also there's that part of me that wants to be like and when your ship goes down well you just lost that like that, I kind of want that realism to it, except for I could also see how, and, and maybe not inside the group that we would have. Like if I think about who would potentially join us in playing this, I don't, I don't think this would be the issue. Um, but I could see it being like a bunch of teenagers and like a couple of kids are sick from school. And so they take the boat out and it sinks and like they just lost it for their whole group. Like, no, I, that's and, good. And, that's and then they literally go murder him. <laughs> 
But no, this is a great idea because, I mean, you think about that, like, the whole idea of being a pirate is nice ship you got there. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I'm hoping, like, that it, it, it has that level of realism to where you went into that battle and you were somewhere you shouldn't have been and you got into a fight and now you're swimming home or like have you wake up in like a hospital or something whatever right yeah not dead forever um but but you do this and now it's like well now you gotta figure out how you're gonna go, go get enough money for another ship if you didn't have that money stored away in your bank or oh you have enough money for a for a two-man rowboat with a pistol on it well <laughs> better start upgrading like a Jack Sparrow with the pistol with the one shot he was saving like I'm gonna go get those fuckers yeah but also the, the other thing I want is I want you to be able to like find equipment better guns better swords a, a sweeter vest I don't know <laughs> right like may, maybe you have to find a holster that holds two pistols or something I don't know I want you to, be able to find that stuff and like if it's on your person when you die like let's say you board someone else's ship and they kill you like it drops right there for those people to steal it from you. But like, if if you die elsewhere, then you kind of get to keep it, maybe. But like, I don't want it to be like a stat upgrade system. No, I'm I'm all for just items. Like, I think that'd be super cool. Cause, yeah. I mean, well, that, that's your thing. Yeah, I mean, thumb skill. Like, I, <laughs> we we want to go like you know headshots and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Now, okay, but where do you think the realism factor is going to lead in this? Because how hard is it to do a to do a headshot with the equipment they had in that time period? Oh, super hard. But also, I mean, you think about like you know, you got to like know the range you're at. So if I'm, you know, media, we'll be sitting like four feet apart right now. Yeah, I mean, we're on each other's laps. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Penny will only have one mic. <laughs> you should see where I'm making him speaking to. <laughs> God damn! Oh, yeah, but I mean, if you're like boarding, like you go over, you like close that gap, and if he has like his sword out, you know, it's just like, well, you shouldn't have the sword out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm very much looking forward. But the other thing I really want, and I, I had this feeling like this game is going to pop up in like almost every podcast between now, like between us, like between now and when it actually comes out, like somehow it's going to sneak its head because we've talked about it for probably way longer than we should have. That's fine. It's our show. I, I really hope that it's one of those things where you're like, okay, so you have six people, let's say in your group, right? Cause they should stay relatively small. Although there would be kind of cool if you had like, okay, these five are the founders, and then you could recruit other random people, but they had less access to certain things. Like they couldn't take the mothership out. That's that's what like World of Warcraft. Like you can't give them access to like the vault or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you could literally have like your 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 mothership type thing, right? Your head, your your main ship, and then you're recruiting these other people that kind of like go along with you, but you're still kind of like giving out the overall squadron commands. Anyway. Uh, levels I didn't reach while I was in the actual Navy. Um, but but uh, I, I'm hoping that there's enough stuff to do whenever you can get on and other people can't. Like, like let's say, you know, I'm working my shift work and stuff, and I'm just like, all right, well, I want to go hop on. I want to be able to maybe go swim around a sunken ship and just collect stuff. Or, um, I don't know, walk around a town and just use my musket on some poor unsuspecting part, you know, probably not. That's mean. And I end up probably on the losing end of that battle, but you know, like I want to be able to do something when I can't get together with everyone else. And if I can't do that, 
it's gonna almost be problematic because I don't know, you know, my schedule just doesn't line up with everyone else's. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, the game looks good. I have a lot of hopes for it. But yeah, that and I think Red Dead comes out spring, hopefully. I'm gonna have to put a lot of time into that. No, yeah. I'm gonna have to borrow that from you and find out if it doesn't suck. No, it, I it's could a rock star game, man. I, I, what are you saying? I could not do the original Red Dead. And I've talked about this on here. I and think that was just a timing issue for you. No, the, no, the problem. And I mean, maybe, maybe if I played it right, you know, when it first came out, and, and different situation in my life or something. I don't know. But like, I was really looking forward to this game, and I don't want to ride a horse for half an hour, and then have my horse get killed by jaguars, and then have to walk back. And I also don't want the game to dictate. No, you have to take a break from the story and go do other stuff. No, screw you. Allow me to play through the story. Yeah, I I don't know. I have a good feeling that Red Dead Two is going to be a a good story driven game. Like they're gonna. Well, the first one was a good story driven game. It was. But then like Grand Theft Auto Five, like they're like the three people with the intertwining stories and stuff like that. So I think they're growing. But okay, here's my other issue though, and this is like a personal thing. Is like I've gotten to the point where I'm not as big on games that are mission based. Oh, it's gonna be mission based. Yeah, and that's that's why I haven't gotten Grand Theft Auto Five. It's because, like, I played the I played, I don't know three. Uh, I don't know if I played. I think I might have played four. I played Vice City, um, and I liked them, and I liked doing the random stuff. But what I didn't like towards the end of my time doing this was I got to go find the next mission. I got to go find the next mission. Okay, I'm gonna go do the next mission. Right, and I just I. I, I want a smoother experience. Yeah, with open world games, that's hard though, because they want you to go out and like they like you know give you a mission where you end up like in the middle of fucking nowhere, so that when you're out there, you'd be like, oh look at that, there's a biker gang. Like, I'm gonna go join them. And then you do a whole set of missions with them. Yeah, well, and that's fine. Like I don't mind that. Like I mind that, like the story itself is being moved along by missions. Like it oh. just it just bugs me. I don't know why, but like th- I, now I say that, but that's effectively how Horizon Zero Dawn was, and I really enjoyed Horizon Zero Dawn. But I think it was maybe I was able to more smoothly play through, like one mission just literally fed into the next. Yeah. Um, or I could just be a giant hypocrite. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you like what you like, man. Yeah, these things are all possible. So I don't know, man. I I won't I won't be getting Red Dead Two. Um. Boo. I, yeah, Boo Earns. I always saying Boo Earns. Sorry, Simpsons. Um, uh, but you know, I'll 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 borrow it from you at some point just to try it out. Yeah, and see. Anything else? Neither neither bitches and complaints, cripes, Xbox hating. I don't hate Xbox. I'm I'm getting a Scorpio. Yeah, I know, which yeah. is really cool, and that comes out this month. Next month. Next month. The beginning of next month. November seventh. Okay, yeah, I not too far. Right. I want to, like, sometime when you come over, like, I want to see it different. Like, because I have, I mean, I don't have the gaming TV, but I do have a 4K TV with HDR. You want to do the unboxing? I'll let you do it for the channel if you want. Uh, you bring it over, you can unbox it. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. I got to see, I don't know if I have anything, if either one of us has anything that's for, that that's, Enhanced. Is anything coming out but right before then that, that is enhanced for Scorpio? Forza 7. 
Yeah, but you're not getting that, are you? Yeah, neither am I. Uh, Gears of War is enhanced. Is it? Do you yeah. have it? No, but I can get it. I don't want to have to go buy something just that purpose. And put Destiny Two on it. We can. We'll hit. Yeah, maybe that'll. Maybe that'll be. We'll figure it out. I heard something. What'd you hear? I heard that part of this whole deal with Sony, and I think it was, I think it was Destiny, was that like part of the deal was that they were not allowed to make it look as good as the PS4 Pro on any other system. Like, like they had to, like, like <laughs> I'm just getting this like deadpan look from you. Like, I, I heard it's on a podcast and from one of the ones where like the people who actually like, you know, the big, um, you know, IGN type ones, like I don't remember if it was IGN, but that type deal that somehow in there, it said it had to look best on a Sony system. All right. So I'm going to tell you this right now, John. And I, I mean this wholeheartedly. If somebody can show this to me, like find this article, I, I will never play destiny again. <laughs> I, I won't. Oh God. I, 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 I will do some research and see if I could find, see if I can find anything that like shows this definitively. Or that not. is the most bullshit thing. I, I, I don't even know how to put that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try to no, remember to look it up tonight. Because, no, there's no way. No, I, I, like I said. Because like, it, it runs at 60 frames per second on the uh, computer. So it has Yeah, to. but it also it might be one of those things where, like, computer's its own category. Oh, so, like, on like, the... Like, ba- like, basically, it might, it, might, it might not say it, but it's effectively saying, no, no, it can't look better on Xbox, or it can't look as good on Xbox. But this is what they were talking about, and I don't remember what show it was, but it was, like, one of those legit shows, not one of us stupid people that don't know what we're talking about shows if anyone of any, any importance ever listens to this or me talk that is like i love video games i will not play your fucking shit i i will i will do everything in my power to stop people from playing it i how, will talk it down how, how does it feel now that you're going back to destiny one and you can finally get those psn exclusives from when the when it launched on I, playstation i told you i got a super cool sniper rifle and I mean, it it is excellent. And I was so mad. Like, I like I got this, you know, the or the one of the chamber perk, whatever, with the Zen meteor. And I mean, you know, I killed that enemy. I'm like, that was bullshit. That felt so cool. And the fact I couldn't do that when this game was live. Okay, now answer me this. Last question before I close this out with some interesting music that hopefully is good. Um. If I were to buy just the original Destiny, which you can get for like four bucks now, is there enough stuff there, or do you need the Taken King as well? So I would, I would get the collection, the Destiny collection. If you can find that, there was like the all the. It's got to be cheap. Yeah, it's got to be cheap. If you get that, I mean, you can play the all the stories on your own. There is enough there where I think it'd be worth it. I think the raids are kind of what makes Destiny Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you go through, like, the whole story, like, fighting orcs and the Taken King, but you don't kill them until the raid, which... Oh, okay. It's kind of bullshit, because you don't get to see that in the story, like... Okay. You have to go through the whole thing to kill them. All right. All right. Let's close this out. I have a song for us to play. Good. So, the song that I chose... Because okay. I'm, I'm on OC Remix, and I just kind of went to, like, the latest OC Remixes, so I have no idea what this is going to be or even how well it's going to play. The, the song I'm hoping to play, which we'll find out here in a second if I actually do, is called Defunk Do You Know About Chip? All right, man. <laughs> it's from Chip's Challenge, but I don't know what Chip Challenge is, and it's done by that Andy guy. So let's see what happens when I play this. 
And let's turn up this here. And Chip's challenge looks interesting. And here we go.